0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Auto Armor, Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood, Mississippi. You can check them out online at autoarmorms.com and on social media at autoarmorms. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Located right there in Flowood, Mississippi, behind Merritt Health Hospital. See you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. Folks, we're back. And it is Wednesday. Glad to be back here. In the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who, it's Radio Strongman, Kim Wade. In fact, I'm coming to you live from W.Y.A.B. 103.9 FM. Well, folks, it is Wednesday. And as we have to do here at W.Y.B., certainly on the Kim Wade Show, we want to remind you, want to urge you, implore you, exhort you that it's, in fact, back to Christ Wednesday. Any day is a good day but Wednesday we want to make a special effort for you to return back to your roots back to that time when you first heard from God and you heard clearly but over the life struggles and ups and downs of daily living the call has gotten faint or your ears have gotten a little tickled and just not hearing as clearly so sometimes you just got to get back to the source this is your opportunity to do it don't be ashamed you had not been there in a while you can even go back to your home church where you were birthed where you were born in Christ reborn in Christ and just bow your hearts come down to the altar and just bow your hearts lift up your hands and say Lord have mercy on me the biggest fool in Jackson so won't you come come and bow your heart and say Lord we're in need of you pass me not old gentle Savior while you go on visit and bless others would you would you remember your boy so as we stand here today we bow our hearts and say, Lord, have mercy on our nation. We're in trouble. Evil is running amok in the land. And Lord, some of your shepherds, some of those who say they're disciples, Lord, are starting to falter. So won't you come? Won't you come?
1: I feel that I'm so far from your Lord. But still.
0: i can't I can't emphasize enough the power we have at our disposal at our fingertips that has been made available, and we're not using it. We're sitting here, many of you feeling anxious and beaten down and afraid and worried about the future, or because the devil and those his minions are running amuck in the world just boldly. All in your face, stepping on the tip of your shoes, walking on the back of your heel, slapping you across the back of your head, rifling through your pocket. Taking your hard earned lucre for purposes that does not honor God. And you're afraid. So I'm here to cheer you up. I'm here to tell you the good news still is good news. You know, I've been making mention. About the truth found in the Bible. And as it's written, people, many of us, we, we quote that truth. But to be able to live that truth is to be able to have a grasp of what the principle behind the truth means. And the principle behind the truth is God. So when we stand on that principle, God is on, if you will, on the hook, if you will, to perform to make sure that the principle is carried out, and we get scared sometimes because it's kind of like like I've, I've used the analogy. Okay. You know you're on the right road. You're on I twenty going to okay. Meridian, okay. but you got okay. eighteen wheelers all in front of you. Now you know you're headed on the right in the right direction on the right road, but you still want to be able to see further than what you can see. You don't want to be looking at the back of the eighteen wheeler, even though he seems to be going in the same direction. You're headed. Human nature wants to see further. Well, you can get that sight beyond what you see by standing on those principles. That's why I was telling you yesterday. Bishop Robert E. Smith is in town. He'll be at a tab- He'll be at Tabernacle of Praise on Forest Avenue, Pastor Curry's Church, this evening, tomorrow evening, and Friday evening. And as you know. He is he's preaching on the principles that are found there in the Bible. And, uh, you know, we've had him on the air numerous times and some of these little popcorn preachers would call in and try to challenge him on the word. He would just go silent. Rather than argue with a fool over mis- miscellaneous inane things where they're trying to make a point rather than trying to bring home and bring in a believer. But that being said, we as a nation, as we struggle Folks, if you need any other sign that this is pure evil that's running that's running our country, that's trying to subjugate the world, you look no further than the homosexual movement today. Now, those of you out there who are homosexuals, if you want to get upset, what, jump it, jump in front of the insult. Go on, jump in front of it, whatever. But we're talking about a principle here, okay? These people are so these people are more thirsty for our little kids to groom them and have access to them. They're more thirsty than than Chokewe Lamumba is for a garbage contract for his friends. And folks, the homosexual community hates the word "groomer," so use it to refer to them every chance you get. Because that's what they're doing. Excuse me. I look at the homosexual community as I look at the so-called white supremacists, the KKK, the Nation of Islam, or any of these groups that some would tell you they're not worthy of uh, American citizenship. They're not worthy of all the benefits that that come along with men. I disagree with that. If I got to put up with some six foot seven uh, gay guy trying to put his foot into a size 14 foot into a a pump so he can walk around and pretend he's a woman. Fine. That's what he wants to do. You just can't. You're just not going to have access to those kids. You can get that crap out your head. As a matter of fact, you need to keep it to yourself. That's the crap you need to leave in the closet because if we catch you going there, there's going to be some serious consequences to you acting a fool. You don't get to do everything in life now I know the coalition members within the Democrat Party got you gassed up, thinking you can do that. You can, just be willing to pay the price. Because when you go to jail and the folks in jail regulate you, you got what you got. You got what you. Do. You got what you have coming. But look at the homosexual movement today. How bold they are! It's just. Actually, it's just been since Barack Obama came into office, when he started uh, uh, acknowledging gay rights and gay marriage and all that other crap. That man has been a wrecking ball to to civil to civilization. And I'm not going to be found wrong on this. You can you can flag the tape and mark your calendar when I said this. When the when the dust settles, Barack Obama is going to reveal himself to be a Muslim that he is. Barack wants to go down in history as the greatest Muslim conqueror since the Prophet Muhammad. In his position as president, sitting in the seat of the great Satan, he has gone in, in his eight years in the presidency and then four years under Joe Biden, has loosened all the load-bearing walls he could find on our society. This is the pure evil that I'm telling you about that can be defeated. But it can't be defeated if you're sitting there in awe of it. Many of you who are of the household of faith, many of you who are leaders in the household of faith, guys, you got to step it up. You got to teach the principles. If you doubt what I'm saying about the principles. My president. Donald J. Trump, who, by the way, was a real president, President 45. The reason why he was able to do what he did against all odds, against a headwind that lasted five years and continues on to this day, against everything he stood for, everything he believed in, everything he tried to do. It was because Donald J. Trump was raised in the church whose pastor was Vincent Norman Vincent Peale. And if you know anything about Norman Vincent Peale, if you listen to his works, he's constantly preaching on principles, principles grounded in the word of God. Donald J. Trump internalized that teaching. It didn't make him a perfect individual, in terms of walking in air uh, without any errors in his life. But it gave him the tenacity, the backbone, the stoutness of faith to stand on those things he knew to be true. And the result is no other man could have stood that you, me, and everybody within the sound of my voice. Could not have stood or stand the scrutiny this man is under and not just him. His entire family, even young Baron. I don't know, Sylvia, I don't know who you're talking about being on the radio, so I don't, I don't have any idea what you're talking about. Uh, even his entire family, but the reason why they were able to stand is because of the principles that they stood on, and their faith in those principles were undergirded by God's word that he would carry out, stand by, fulfill, that which is undergirded by those principles. So he, he Donald J. Trump, went into the lion's den. No, Bishop will not be on the radio, but he'll be in town. If you want to go to Tabernacle of Praise, I'm responding I'm to a text message, I'm sorry. Tabernacle of Praise, on, uh, get off on 220 on Watkins Avenue, go down to Forest Avenue, make a right turn, and keep traveling to you. It'll be the second church you come to. There's two churches on Forest Avenue there, and it'll be the second one. And it will be this evening and uh, Thursday and Friday. So if you get a chance, visit over there. You'll enjoy it. All right. uh, But getting back to Donald J. Trump, those are the principles. Folks, this is this is our template that we can stand by. Dr. King, same thing. But Kim, they killed Dr. King and they ran Donald Trump off. But God's word is still going to be fulfilled. His plan and his commission will be fulfilled. We just can't see around that 18 wheeler. In order to be able to see around that 18 wheeler, you got to have sight beyond what you see. In order to have sight beyond what you see, you have to have that faith to stand on the principles. Not the courage just to proclaim the word, because you got plenty of folks out there doing that. TD, you got all the TV preachers, all the radio preachers, all the local preachers, and everybody else. But where were they when the babies were being murdered in the womb? When the legislation was going forth? Out there in Colorado, the gay governor signed into law in the last couple days a bill allowing the death of any infant at any time and that people could be prosecuted if you tried to stop somebody from getting an abortion, if you tried to encourage someone to get an abortion, if you do anything. But what they want is death of these kids. Now, these are these sashaying folks running around here marching for their damn rights all the time, telling everybody else about how they need to respect what they stand for, what they believe in, what about me type crap. And he put his John Hancock or Jane Hancock or trans, I don't know, whatever Hancock on the document that say kill the babies. But he wants special dispensation for himself and his fellow band of groomers. Folks, I'm telling you, and I'm standing flat foot when I say it, these people are sick. They are sin sick, and they want to say, "Well, you discriminated me against me because of my sexuality." No, I'm. Uh, my position is the fact that you're nasty. You're preying on kids. It would be a different thing if you had your own relationship and just, hey, did your thing, didn't make a big deal out of it, but no. You want to use your partners in crime to go after the kids. I'm telling you, Hoss, that's a bridge too far. But even with that being a bridge too far, many in the household of faith, many who wear the turned around collar still won't stand. They won't speak. Oh, they'll speak when it's convenient. Oh, I have that happen as a, as a conservative. I have folks who will speak to me when it's convenient, when it ain't nobody else looking. But get out in public. But that's fine, because I don't need them to stand. I don't need a course of 1,000 to agree with me, because I'm standing on the principle. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Back, Hey, Ron, mind you, Frederick Sales and Service, folks, you looking to upgrade to the zero turn more? Don't just upgrade to any zero turn, the X mark. Get the one that's the workhorse of the lawn care industry. Check them out today. They're located 1006 Old Highway 471 in downtown Brandon in their uh, web presence, FrederickSalesAndService.com. And remember, service. They service all lawn care equipment, folks. So if you got something that's not working, they can get it working for you. But they got the special financing on the X mark. Check them out today. Frederick Sales and Service. Three decades in business, three decades of satisfied customers. Become one of them today. FrederickSalesAndService.com. Let's go to my friend, Mobile Bob. Hey, man.
2: Hey. <laughs> you see, um... Joe Biden with
0: Obama <laughs> yesterday. Well it looks like it looked like uh Joe Biden uh, uh folks, this it is such a I'm sorry, I won't steal your thunder. Tell people what happened to the hapless Joe on yesterday.
2: <laughs> well, of course, when Obama first embarrasses him by with it was a joke, of course. She referred to him as his vice president again. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the first embarrassment. And the second one was after he and Obama finishes their speeches, then everybody's around Obama, and Biden looking around like, uh, "Which way do I go now? What, what's the where's the direction? Where am I?" Because <laughs> nobody wants to talk to him. Right, right,
0: folks. Uh, first, I just saw the clip where he he finished whatever he was saying, and uh, and then they just had him wandering aimlessly, like. And then I saw the whole clip of Obama uh, after. I mean, Joe Biden was in the background. Obama, Obama, Barack, Barack. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh my goodness! And then Kamala Harris just dumped. It. Kamala Harris was rolling with Barack, and man, uh, it was just dude. You talking about a Rodney Dangerfield moment? He got no respect. The the news media, uh-huh. nobody.
2: <laughs> course, Tucker Carlson is convinced that it, it, uh, it, the die is cast and it's time to throw old Joe over for whatever they do whatever the Democrats want to throw them over for. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that level of disrespect. I mean it was open. Yeah. People can see that. The news gotta do everything they can so people don't see it. Even Joe saw it. Man's <laughs> hands on your shoulder you pretend like you don't even steal him? The president of the United States? Hand on your
0: shoulders and he's saying Barack. Barack. You can see his you can <laughs> see him saying it. Oh man, you talking about I mean that I mean that was his most <laughs> I mean, even Chris Rock was saying, dang, that brother got disrespected up in there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah,
2: it's, uh, can, can you imagine for one millisecond anybody doing that to, to Donald Trump? No. Donald Trump, and whenever he's in any room, he's immediately the center of attention. It, <laughs> that's why he can attract uh, you know, 100,000 people in the stadium now. That's because right. Because he's still the man. He is but still you, the man. Joe, everybody knows you're not the man. You are the third term of Barack Obama. You know that little uh, that little uh, interview Obama said. Had when he said, "If I can make a deal with somebody, I can just tell them what to do." I'm in mean, my 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 uh, slacks or whatever, mm-hmm. my pajamas or whatever. I'm telling them what to do. Yeah. We all know that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. This is your third term. Joe Biden doing anything different than Obama would be doing in his third term. If all you Obama fans out there, this is how the country would be had Barack Obama kept on going.
0: Mm-hmm. No, he actually he can be more dangerous now because. he just send joe out basically on a suicide mission is what he's on right now i mean joe they intend to get rid of joe biden joe joe doesn't have long for this world him or hunter and uh again folks this is what i keep telling you the democrat party they kill babies there's nobody nothing sacred to these people these people look once you're done Fauci the same way he's gonna find out the same thing dude you you performed your service. You were the man for all those days. And now when you're the man, you are the man. Or they're going to laugh shit on you. But, baby, <laughs> yeah, well, his day's coming. No, he doesn't have long for this world. And neither does Kamala. She doesn't realize it. No. Uh, yeah. No. She might be president for the day just to get the uh, the, the, the Photoshop. You know, but after that, uh, they're getting ready to move. Whoever they, whoever they have planned to get in there. But uh, it doesn't look good for the home team, especially after the sweep.
2: I never figure out why it's not Michelle Obama that they're grooming. Now, I, I just, I'm really just stunned at that. Yeah. I guess she doesn't just, uh, just happens to happens pulling the strings from from behind the scenes. Of the well, boy. actually,
0: actually, I I believe Michelle is, is about on the level intellectually as a as a uh, Kamala. I don't think she's I don't think she's that sharp. I I read her paper that she wrote about racism at, at Princeton. How she never felt comfortable. It was like a twelfth grade paper, from you know, in my in my estimation, uh, the way. It, I, I I don't think he has that firepower. You know, a lot of people say, "Well, these people went to Harvard, they went to Princeton too." These are affirmative action slots. These these ain't the affirmative action slots that uh, 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 Wingate and, and 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 Clarence Thomas and all those other folks benefited from. Those people had to know what they. Wingate and Thomas, their era, they had to actually know some stuff. When the Stemley family went up there, you actually had to know some stuff. You just couldn't get in there because you had a high GPA. You had to have an, a, a, a high GPA and compete with folks who were top of their game, and they did it. But now these affirmative action folks now, you just get in there because they got to have somebody look like you, period.
2: Well, I can say no Democrat is truly intelligent. Otherwise, they wouldn't they don't care how smart they are. Otherwise, they wouldn't be Democrats. Because well. like, you can't be an intelligent person <laughs> with common sense with the any discernment. Like, the, well, Olympus, where they don't have no discernment. Yeah. Uh, you know, they might be book smart on some subjects, mm. but it's, economics certainly isn't one of them. Mm. But they, they have no discernment whatsoever. Otherwise, you wouldn't be doing these ridiculous things that you're doing, just trying to intentionally destroy the most prosperous country to ever exist. Or, like you keep saying, and replace it with what? What? <laughs> do, you really, do they really know? Mm. I, I contend they don't. Hey, uh, you also did uh, the one that's talking about Shannon Sharp and his ridiculous comment
0: uh, yeah.
2: that he'd rather pay $20 a gallon for gas than have Trump backing off.
0: Yeah, well, it was easy for him to say. That old farmhand looking fool, that he's making the big bucks now. You know, I mean, he can afford $20 a gallon. Uh, and that's the whole thing about Democrats. They don't mind everybody else suffering, you know, as long as they don't have to suffer. Man, these, again, uh, these people going all these folks who were riding with Biden, you ain't heard them call in, have you? Because they parked at the you know side what? of they the gonna road. They're
2: going to make sure money. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, <Yeah. laughs> Biden left
0: them in the doigt.
2: <laughs> and that was the, the main thing. It was like when, uh know, uh, yeah, what is the man or Colbert said the same thing. Oh, I was going to pay $8 for gas because I drive a customer. Mm-hmm. That's how out of touch they are. You know, you, you're laughing and joking as the suffering of the rest of the people in this country. They were mm. suffering as a result of these high gas prices. So, but, you, yeah, so you'd rather people suffer miserably over $20 gallon gas because you don't have to suffer. Now, if he was making minimum wage, I bet you wouldn't have that attitude. But check but, this, yeah, but, check, care.
0: but check this out uh, when these prices get continue to go up, and along with the price of food, you fools running around here like Shannon Sharp and Colbert, baby, you're going to get robbed on the corner. Baby, you gonna get your pockets turned out? You hear what I'm saying? Because these listen, people are and see. This is what I keep saying to the people who are in government, who are law enforcement for the government. You guys got it twisted. See, it's one thing to use the weight of your badge. In other words, people see your badge and they and they bow down when things are good. When people aren't hungry. When their people's kids aren't hungry. When people's kids start going hungry and they're going hungry, and you running up in there talking about you represent the government, how are you going to get your rear end shot off? You don't deal with people who have nothing to lose like that. And that's what they're creating. They want the chaos. They're under the impression that they're going to be able to stand on top of the pile that's left after everything is burned down. And I submit to you, based on what I've studied in history, these people got it wrong. They got it wrong because America is different from the standpoint we're armed to the teeth. We're armed to the teeth, and they're talking about bringing famine on the land before the end of the year. Oh, this is this, really? this is not going to end well. This is not going to end well. But hey, it, yeah, I mean, they if believe, believers, they're
2: believers, God bless
0: them, shortages.
2: huh? Yeah, we got food shortages.
0: I mean, even the farmers are saying, "Hey, guys, you know, and see what's what they're doing with the fertilizer." <clears throat> If you don't have enough fertilizer to, to, you know, to work the fields as it were, you're just going to get a whole lot of crops that look organic, you know, you know, small, shriveled up and all that kind of stuff. You'll still have, you just won't have it in the large quantities. So that means there's going to be some food rationing. You can see food, you can see rationing of some sort of some items by the end of the year. I wouldn't be surprised if it's going to be gasoline. But, hey, you folks who voted for Biden, people are going to be looking at you. And, you know, I know a lot of you Biden supporters when you're at the gas pump. I know you ain't just rushing out of there with $10 a gallon, uh, $10 worth of gas because uh, uh, you don't want to buy more. You don't want to be standing around there because people are looking at you uh, with the sharp eye, the side eye, the evil eye, the stank eye. And they that's shoot. The
2: Jada Pinkett inside. eye. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what we're gonna start calling it now. Oh, real quick before I go, you know her, 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 boy, her ex boyfriend is gonna out there gonna be making a song about her, and we all, you know, talking about and make a book or something. all book. I don't blame the guy one minute. I do the same thing.
0: Might as well <laughs> cash in. May as well. All right, Bob. We're up against the clock. Right, we'll be right back. All right, folks. We're back, and it is Wednesday. Back to Christ Wednesday. We want to encourage you to do just that. Take this time to get reacquainted. Bow your heart. Our nation needs it. We need it. You need it. Your family needs it, folks. Again, we have the resources. We have the power behind uh, us. If we would just call upon it, stand stout in the faith, and don't look to the left or to the right. As Joby Martin would always say, look straight ahead. All right, folks. Also, want to remind you. Our good friend, Chuck Manning. Chuck Manning, uh, general contractor to the stars and all people who want quality work when it comes to their home repairs and remodeling needs. Chuck Manning. Chuck Manning stands at the ready. If you would just give him a call today, give Chuck a call. And what Chuck will do for you is come out and give you an estimate, estimate that you can, uh, again, etch in stone. He doesn't jump from one job to another. He's going to do your job. So text CHECK. Uh, Text Chuck, rather. His number is 946-4158. 946-4158. I didn't say call. I said text him because he is busy because he's on your job. And uh, he doesn't be loafing around. He's not loafing around. He's about business. So, again, 946-4158. And say, Chuck, give me a call when you get a minute. And he'll do just that. Better yet, you can go to Manning Enterprises on the web. M-O-E-N-N-I-N-G Enterprises dot M-E, not dot com, dot M-E. All right? Manning Enterprises. All right, folks. We got special guests coming up at five o'clock hour. A lot of good news. Right now, we have First John on the line. What do you say, John? Hello. Hey.
3: Hey. I, you didn't. I didn't know this till Dump. I heard him listen talking about. It. Did you know that Ukraine was bread basted to northern Europe? I mean, to Europe and a lot of other places. Oh yeah. In other words, and they ain't paying no food there. You talk about fanning, They're supposed to be hungry this year.
0: A whole lot of people. Yeah. What John is saying is that. Um, because of the fertile soil there in the Ukraine, it has been a breadbasket to uh, Russia and Europe and everybody else. They export a lot of food to other nations and stuff. And uh, uh, what America has done is basically upset the balance of power there uh, with its uh, interference, along with a lot of other folks. The bottom line is, folks, we got some difficult days ahead. And for those of you who have been trying to diet, uh, Joe Biden is going to help you out tremendously. You're going to lose some weight. That crackhead look is going to be very fashionable, uh, coming up. But anyway, John, what about you? Are you prepared?
3: Well, I'm, 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 I'm fair. I'm been, I've been putting back labor on. But the one thing people got to think about is water. You got to build you a water filter. If you got dehydrated, boom, you'll need water. But you got to have a way to filter water to get clean water if they cut water off.
0: Well, that is true. Yeah. Well, John, uh, we thank you for illuminating that point. But the Ukraine is very unique in terms of, people didn't realize how big of an influence it has had on the... Uh, and
3: also, I heard they, they built a lot of chips over there, like, like Taiwan. I don't know that. You know about
0: that? No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that they were a, a manufacturer okay, of I didn't technology either, chips.
3: But
0: Potato chips, maybe. I don't know. Alright, John. <laughs>
3: appreciate
0: okay, appreciate you. Our uh, number six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. Folks, here... Here's the thing. Uh, Joe Biden is not going to be president much longer. I don't know what's going to happen, but they're getting ready. Listen, the FBI and all these other folks would not be investigating him because, look, it's his, it's his, it is his Department of Justice. Uh, I should say he appointed uh, Garland Merrick Garland to that position. Uh, Joe is being put on the coals because, again, He's no longer needed for the world, New World Order's uh, plans. But that doesn't dissuade Joe from doing what he's doing. Barack Obama's actually the one who's pulling the strings on behalf of Joe, and somebody's pulling Barack Obama's strings. This is why I keep saying, folks, we need sight beyond what we can see, and that can only come from a spiritual eye, spiritual discernment. And this is why we need our pastors, guys. Come on, guys. Look. You've had you like all the rest of us Americans. We've had it good here in this country. I mean, we've lived our best lives and those of us who have come of age in the last 50-60 years were the generations that the dollars fell on. We don't have anything to replace the prosperity that we've experienced. And yet, many have joined forces with those who hate America for whatever reason. That they mainly hate America because America's America. And that people have, have coalesced around a, a series of ideals, uh, the ideals, principles, if you will, as I was telling you earlier. And other people in other lands and other countries, they have been coalesced around force, the ideals of the king, etc. Well, Christ came and touched the heart of the king, softened the heart of the king with what principles. And now you're going to give all that up. This is why I'm so hard on black Democrats. You guys on a rocket straight to hell. You may not even be able to get in because of your reputation here. You may need a cosigner to get in hell. Let's go to, who was that? Jeff What do you say, Jeff?
3: What's going on, Kim? How you doing, buddy? Man, I, I had a couple of points I just wanted to throw out there and let you uh, digest enough that it'll be the most wisdom you've heard all day, but <laughs> uh, something to think about. When if there's a food shortage, uh, people out in the country, uh, they know how to grow their own food, and and I got hundreds of deer on the hoof, walking around everywhere, deer, turkey, everything else. I mean, a a food supply. While I don't appreciate the inconvenience, it's it's the big cities that are going to feel the crunch of a food supply, a uh, food shortage, way before people in the country are.
0: That is true. And depending on how deep this thing goes, uh, you know, there's a lot of laws in the books about what you can and can't do with your farmland, son. Uh for instance, you can grow food for yourself, but you can't give it to your neighbor. You can't sell it on the on the roadside, uh, if they choose to enforce those laws. Same thing with our uh, uh, with the uh renewable energy. You got all them folks in the mountains over there, uh oh, you part of you up there in Kentucky, who have coal to have access to. They won't be able to burn. They see you burning that coal, they can come in there with the uh with the uh, turtle shell folks and uh, regulate you, so uh, this is why I keep telling people it doesn't make a difference. You're going to have to fight. You're fighting. Uh, you're fighting with Satan. The fort. This is the age-old battle between good and evil, and Satan yeah. is dead serious whether you are or not.
3: Yeah, and you know another thing that people haven't started considering, but we're seeing it all through across Kentucky, is the the solar energy buying up. Or leasing forty-year leases on farmland, there's going to be a significant amount of agriculture, at least in Kentucky, that's that's taken out of productivity and put into these um, solar farms. And I I won't expand on what I think about solar farms because they are (laughs) they're they're paying pretty good for the people who own the property, and it's it's their property. They should be able to do what they want with it. But I'm just saying that's taken a lot of acreage out of production. Itself, and it's a it's a forty year agreement. So, uh, I don't know that there's any you know backstory to that, but but it will eliminate some useful acreage. Um, another thing I wanted to point out, you know, I drive all over the state of Kentucky with my job, and I have yet, except for one time in the last year, seen a Joe Biden sticker on any vehicle. I see Trump stickers. I saw a Trump license plate about two minutes ago. Mm. Uh, but where are all these people that voted? I guess if you're dead, you don't have a bumper sticker on your casket. But <laughs> seems to me like all these people that were all for Biden, they're, they're kind of laying low. I don't know how fast <laughs> they scraped off those stickers. But I remember seeing Obama stickers that were faded; they'd been on there so long. But you, i passing
0: Obama. Maybe in yeah.
3: a Democrat-controlled city like uh, Jackson, you would see them, But I've been in the uh, unfortunately been in the Democrat stronghold of Louisville a couple times over the last month, and uh, I have yet to see a. Uh, a proud Biden supporter.
0: Yeah, they're hard to come by, and you, you definitely don't find them at the gas pumps.
3: <laughs> you don't. No, find. they be laying low. I yeah. have seen some of the stickers with Joe Biden pointing to it, saying, "I I did this." Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate whoever's taking time out of their day to do that. Um, but yeah, appreciate everything you're doing. I'll leave you with my normal words. You know, remember if they kill babies, killing us is no big deal.
0: <laughs> Amen, brother. Thanks, man. We appreciate you, Jeff. Our number is Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. And the final few minutes of the first hour of the Kim Wade show. And then next we have special guests in the studios. But first, let's go to my friend Elaine. What's going on, Elaine?
1: Hey, what
0: up? <laughs> How you doing?
1: <laughs> oh, I'm here. Look, uh, a couple comments on that from that last call, yeah, uh-huh. the people in the cities are not going to be able to grow like we in the country are, but it won't take them long to become storming out here to get ours. Yeah. So we're going to have to be locked and heavily loaded when that happens, you know. And the other thing is, as far as, as not being able to sell products and stuff, we're going to, we're going to, we are going to end up back bartering again. Oh, yeah. You know, because money won't make any difference anyway at that time.
0: Well, and uh, and, I mean, there's so many swinging swords that's uh, uh, apt to harm the American people, kill the American people. You just pretty much got to pretty much pick your poison. Uh, But the status quo is not going to stand. And these people, you know what I was thinking as I was coming in today, who do these people think they are? I mean, when you listen to Bill Gates talking about, well, I'm pretty certain there's going to be another. We need to snatch that boy off his horse and explain the program to him in no uncertain terms.
1: Absolutely. But, you know, he, he thinks he's too big, and he is so big, you know, you probably couldn't get to him if you wanted to.
0: Well, everybody can be gotten gotten that's to, true. you know, that's at some true. point. Goliath got, was gotten to. The bottom line is is that when they have that mentality that they're invincible, that's when they're vulnerable. This yeah. is why I keep saying to the pastors out there, there's somebody sitting in your congregation right now who God wants to sand, but you have to help equip by delivering a fervent word, unabashedly flat-footed, without any stuttering going on there. Deliver the word, Pastor. Anyway, yeah. don't get me started.
1: <laughs> Pastors are falling short, too, but uh, according to an old phrase, it is a brave new world.
0: Yeah, It is, my friend. Hang tough. All know? right. All right, look, if things get short, I'm coming up there and have some of that strawberry pie. You sent okay. me that picture. Okay, <laughs> uh,
1: anytime. <laughs> All, right, we'll, All right,
0: we'll talk to you later. No, folks, laying all jokes aside, I don't want to be, you know, chicken little, Skies falling. This is serious. Now, if you've been studying the word, you know, these things are falling into place. You got to understand, if you don't understand, that the entire Bible hangs on every prophecy being fulfilled in its time. If am one of those prophecies don't come true, the whole book is worthless. And they're coming true. The ones that have come to pass is more evidence that they're all going to come true. So you can bet on George Soros. You can bet on the New World Order. You can bet on Tate Reeves, Dr. Dobbs, Fauci, and everybody else. That's not my ministry. When the Lord gets here, he's going to have to pull me off some folks. I'm telling you that now. Lord, hey, my ministry and angels must have been tearing. I had to handle it. I had to handle business. That's why I carried the 13th Apostle. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Wednesday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host, Who? It's Radio Strongman. It's Kim Wade. I'm coming to you live from W-Y-A-B, 103.9 FM, and that's to the chagrin of many of those who don't love the brother, but I understand I love you anyway from across the street, though, some of y'all. Anyway, folks, uh, we have some good news that's going to be delivered to you via the two guests we have in the studios with us from the Center for Pregnancy Choices, Aaron Kate Good, along with Leslie Davis. They're going to be talking with us about CPC items and the legislation that was recently passed that should encourage every uh, person of faith who wants to see the right thing done by our kids and by our society, uh, by extension. With no further ado, Miss Aaron Kate Good, how you doing?
4: doing just fine. Thank you for having me.
0: It's good to have you here, and who do you have with you to your right?
4: This is Leslie Davis. She's one of our board members, and I'll let her introduce herself.
5: Kim, I first want to thank you for having Erin Kate and me here um, to share something that is near and dear to our hearts, and that is how we as Mississippians care for women and families in need who are facing um, unexpected pregnancies. And my heart has been... In this ministry for a long time, and I've served Aaron Kate, like I said, uh, like she said, on her board for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and then it's just been a passion of mine for about thirty years, mm-hmm. in um, lobbying and in passing good policy and in passing some of this good legislation. I can't wait to tell you about.
0: Wow! So uh, again, the Center for Pre- Let me get over here a little bit here, y'all separate y'all mm-hmm. microphones. Uh, it is good to have you guys here. The Center for Pregnancy Choices, uh, Aaron, tell us a little bit about that. For those who may not know exactly what you do, there's a lot of organizations out there that perform similar work or people get their names like myself, uh, get them uh, mixed up sometimes.
4: Sure. The CPC was started in 1988 in Jackson in response to the abortion crisis in our community. And today there are about 61 abortions happening every week in Jackson. It's the site of the only abortion facility in the state of Mississippi. Mm -hmm. And the CPC, we're actually concerned not so much about Access to abortion. We're not in the business of restricting access, but we're actually concerned about what makes a woman consider abortion and why she feels like she's alone and why she feels like that's her only choice. And we want to connect her to a community of support. There's a big, huge pro life community here. There are a lot of people, churches, um, individuals who would support life, who would support the child, but also that mother who care about that mother. And so we want to connect those women to those resources and support. So we have a medical clinic that's housed right across the street from the only abortion facility in Mississippi, and we offer free pregnancy tests and sonograms, and we also just walk every woman who comes in through the decision. She needs to be able to make an informed decision knowing all the facts, all the resources that are available for her, and make that decision with the help of people who don't profit. We don't profit from any choice she makes, unlike the abortion business where they Mm -hmm. profit they have an interest in her choosing abortion. We do not. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we also connect her to ongoing support. So if she chooses life, then we have partnering churches and we have support groups in-house where uh, we walk with her well beyond the pregnancy decision. So um, some people will say that we're just pro-birth, you know, pro-life people are just pro-birth, but actually we care about her being a successful parent and for her to have a healthy pregnancy and her child to be successful. So in life and mm-hmm. have opportunities. So we want to walk with her well beyond that decision.
0: All right. Again, we're talking with Aaron Kate good and Leslie Davis, the center for pregnancy choices. What is your website?
4: CPC Metro org.
0: All right. And, uh, and we're going to be asking you that throughout the program and take every opportunity to keep reinforcing your website. Uh, how do you get uh, uh, access to these women? Are you out there flagging them down on the street? How, how does that happen?
4: We are not flagging them on the street. We are <laughs> actually not a sidewalk um, counseling organization. We actually reach women through Google. So you know, nowadays, if you're looking for any answer, you go to almighty Google for mm-hmm. your answers. Right. So that's the same for women who are considering abortion, especially yeah. this younger generation, Um um, high school students college students that age group they search on google and we advertise on google and we compete with all of the abortion clinics that are not just in mississippi not the one there but also the ones all around in surrounding states that are targeting women um, with their ads for abortion and so we show up there that's how we reach them
0: okay again center for pregnancy choices the web presence is cpcmetrofriends.org now um uh, People have accused uh, uh, the the pro life movement of uh, you uh, just getting people not to do the abortion and dropping them like a hot potato. You are you are pointing out that you guys do more than that, and you're involved with the person after they make the choice. Many of them have made the choice to continue the child's life, and you guys you, you still interact with them afterwards. We
4: do. We have um, ongoing support. We have classes online. You know, because of the pandemic, a lot of people. Um, Didn't want to do in-person classes, so we started doing online classes. So even if a mom has transportation issues or she's got other kids at home, we can just meet with her online and and continue helping her through the things that she needs help with, whether it's parenting um, or it's particular medical topics or things that she needs to be prepared. Mm -hmm. We also have support groups in churches. Um, We have 13 churches right now in the metro area. We're always wanting to add more um, churches Mm -hmm. so that every woman can find a support group in her own neighborhood where she lives so we've got a vast area in Heinz, madison and rankin that we're trying to cover year-round but we've got 13 right now with support groups and those support groups also have a men's component so there's a group for dads if they if the dads want to be involved they can get in support group as well because they need help they need support mm-hmm. too um, and then we also do um, education just as getting them ready to have their child we do um, seminars at um, a church here in town does um, quarterly seminars where we do um, we talk with a lactation specialist with a pediatrician labor and delivery nurse all those kinds of things just to help her have a healthy pregnancy. We cover that as well.
0: All right, Leslie. Any comments?
5: Um, just honored to be able to partner with Aaron, Kate, and the work that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is a ministry, and it's a support system that um, I believe that the Supreme Court is going to be looking to to see what we do in Mississippi. Kim, as you know, the Supreme Court heard on December first the case of Dobbs versus Jackson Healthcare, and one of the things that I think is so important um, about the work that Aaron, Kate, and other CPcs across the state are doing. Is the Supreme Court is going to be looking to see, are you really going to take care of these women and the families that are in need? Are you going to step up? Or, as our opponents say, are you just going to love the baby up to birth? And one of the things that's been so incredible to witness and to watch is how they really come alongside these women and provide them with the support system that they need. I'm a mom of three boys. Mm. I needed that support system as well. Um, These women need it just like I did and just like everyone else does. And the ministry is incredible. One of the things that's been really impressive to me is how efficient they are. Um, they can make a dollar stretch mm. and love women in ways that the government, frankly, just can't. Mm. And it has been an honor to be with them and to, and to watch them um, in the way that they love our fellow Mississippians. They love them well.
0: Mm. Well, they've been around since 1988, so the Lord has been providing, mm-hmm. been faithful. That's right. uh, the ruling that's, that, that, that is to come down, uh, and you were saying the court's looking at what uh the state is going to be offering should you know the ruling come in your favor uh what happened at, uh during this legislative session that might help help that cause?
5: Um, Kim, I'm so glad you asked. That's one of the things I've been most excited about this legislative (laughs) session. As you know, it's been um, a tumultuous one. Um, I think people are raw, but this was one of the best things I believe that has come out of that session. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that I wanted to talk about is House Bill 1685. It's entitled the Pregnancy Resource Act. And before I start, I do think I'd need i be remiss if I didn't thank those who helped us get this through. Um, Speaker Philip Gunn was with us from the beginning when we came to him with this idea. Um, He has helped usher it through the House with 115 to zero. If you get both sides of the aisle to vote on something mm-hmm. unanimously to that degree, you know it's something that's very important to Mississippians and to to caring for our fellow citizens. Yeah,
0: that is significant. It
5: yeah. was significant. And then I also want to thank the um, co-sponsors, um, Representative Lamar and Stamps, as well as Senator Josh Harkins, he was. He's always been an incredible pro-life um, leader and supporter, but he really helped usher that through um, the Senate, along with Senator Joey Fillingain and uh, Lieutenant Gover- Governor Hoseman. I also want to thank Attorney General Lynn Fitch, who mm. was with us on this from the beginning. And, Kim, I got to be in December, uh, in D.C., in December, when um, the Dobbs case was heard. And it was not only surreal in incredibly moving to see um our justices in our justice system but i've never been more proud of mississippi and of our attorney general lynn fitch we really are leading the nation and being a light in the darkness to the rest of the world in how we care for the unborn but as ann kate said also in how we care about women Mm -hmm. and to, to touch back on what you said um the Supreme Court is going to be looking to see what pro life states like Mississippi do to care for these women. And this bill, House Bill 1685, is going to help um, pregnancy centers across our state continue to be that support system for these women in need even more. Um, what it does is it creates a $3.5 million annual business tax credit for businesses that donate to our crisis or our, our pregnancy centers across the state. And it's a dollar-for-dollar tax credit, not just a deduction. Mm. And um, it's based on the very successful Children's Promise Act that provides a tax credit to um, foster care um, nonprofits and um, adoption agencies. So we hope that this tax credit is going to be a real encouragement Mm. to businesses across Mississippi to really give life-changing donations to our pregnancy centers to help them care for women in need, that we believe is the need's going to be even greater hmm. after this case. We hope that more women are going to be choosing life and choosing to keep their babies, and um, our pregnancy centers are going to need this help.
0: What What exactly does the legislation do? And also we want to give kudos to the attorney who argued before the court. I understand yes. he did a tremendous job. Oh,
5: Solicitor, um, Solicitor General Scott Stewart was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I have... I'm an attorney, but there's no way that I could do what he did. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not an appellate lawyer. He blew me away. Mm -hmm. His arguments were impeccable. He was so incredibly prepared. And he delivered them with such winsomeness and grace, um, but with a clarity of mind Mm -hmm. that was needed. I believe that he was there for such a time as this. He was there for such a time as this, yes. And then hearing what the... You know, you never can really depend on what the Supreme Court justices' questions are, but in hearing their questions, it was very encouraging that we may have a really big pro-life win um, come June, when the decision is expected to um, occur. The justices really seem to um, be asking questions that would indicate that they are ready to finally, after 50 years, do something to overturn or at least return it partially to the states um, after Roe v. Wade in 1973.
0: All right. Again, we're talking with uh, uh, representatives from the Center for Pregnancy Choices. That would be Aaron Kate Good along with uh, board member Leslie Davis. And uh, we're talking about the events that have uh, transpired this past legislative session. Things are moving positively on behalf of the pro-life movement, on behalf of the rights of children to just pass through the birth canal Unmolested to be raised. So we want to thank them for coming in. What we're going to do is take a quick break right now when we come back. If you have any questions or comments, 601 879 0002. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back in. It is Wednesday, Back to Christ Wednesday. And uh, we do want to remind you, folks, uh, we do have. Center for Pregnancy Choices uh, representatives here in the studios. But before we get back to them, Metal Builder Supply I would like to ask you, if you're thinking about metal roofing, pre-engineered steel buildings, many storage facilities, folks, one number to call, Metal Builder Supply, 932-0202. They're located in Pearl. What's that? 632 North Biederman Road in Pearl, Mississippi, and on the web, MetalBuilderSupply.com. Folks, they are experts, been doing it for going three decades. They're good at what they do, and they have all the links. Professionals and everybody you need to install your quality pre-engineered steel building. So check them out today. MetalBuilderSupply.com. All right. Uh, with no further ado, we're back to Aaron Kate Good. She is uh, with the Center for Pregnancy Choices and Leslie Davis. She's the board member. One of the board members. She's an attorney. She's just uh, into everything that affirms life. So hat hat tip to her for all that she does. And if you want to tell us some of the things that you're involved in, uh, you're more than welcome to.
5: Sure. Um, well, first of all, Kim, I'm I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. I'm a wife, I'm a mom of three boys, mm-hmm. I'm an attorney, as Erin um, Kate I think mentioned, but I'm a f- I'm a lifelong Mississippian. Mm-hmm. And Laura Ingalls Wilder once said that home is one of the nicest words there is, and for me, Mississippi is my home, mm-hmm. and I love it. I love its people, and I want to serve it. and Um, I went to law school a long time ago and had to support my husband, but now I get to do what I'm really passionate about, which is bringing um, life to Mississippi, Mm -hmm. life to its um, citizens, um, to make Mississippi more free, to make Mississippi more prosperous, and I get to do that now through a liberty-minded conservative group that I'm honored to be president of. It's the Mississippi Advocacy Group. And like I said, we get to work on things like pro-life issues and freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and other things that I'm, I'm passionate about. And as we were talking about in the break, things that are at risk right now in, in our culture and in our country.
0: Absolutely. Ladies, both of you, uh, either one of you can address this. What is it that people most misunderstood, mis- most misunderstand about the pro-life movement, what you guys do, et cetera?
4: Well, there's a lot of misunderstanding, I think, in the about the pro-life movement from the from the other side. And honestly, I, there's a lot within the pro-life movement that we don't understand about abortion itself. Um, but I'll address the outside first. Um, a lot of times, we're accused, you know, of, of just being pro-birth and not really caring about. Mm-hmm. Um, not really caring about the woman, and actually, um, I don't think you could find a pregnancy center in the state of Mississippi that doesn't focus on the woman. Um, mm-hmm. We really know that her life has value; her life is precious, and if she feels that and sees that, then she can think about the life of her child being valued mm-hmm. and precious. And so, um, that's just that's just not true. Um, we also, of course, get the get the um, lie that we are. Um, we're just gonna just trying to check a box, just trying to do this for our own for our own glory to say, "Yes, you've chosen life." We did a great job today. Good luck, and um, that's that's not true either. We really do want women's lives to be transformed. Um, right. Compared to the abortion clinic, um, they love to have repeat patients. You know, mm-hmm. they don't actually. I don't. Mm-hmm. Not most of them are going to ask questions about why are you in here four, five, six times right. or. We're gonna ask. We're gonna, we don't want our patients to be in a cycle where she comes in scared because she's pregnant and she doesn't know what to do or, Um, even if she's not pregnant, she comes in and she finds out she's not pregnant. We'll say, you were scared when you came in here. What can we do to help you so that you're not scared next month? You know, Mm -hmm. let's, let's talk about that and let's get you the help that you need and the resources that you need. So we don't, we don't want repeat, repeat patients. We really want them, their lives to be transformed. And so, um, but I would say on, on the pro-life side, one thing that I've really learned, I've been at the CPC for almost 10 years and We don't understand the crisis that's happening in our own community right here in Mississippi and right here in Jackson. Mm. A lot of pro-life people here, conservative people, think of abortion as a thing that happens in other states. Um, they, Mm. They don't realize... You know, I talk to people all the time who don't even know there's an abortion clinic in Mississippi, who don't even know that abortions legal in Mississippi. Um, 5,071 women from Mississippi had abortions in 2020. Mm. They don't just come to Mississippi to have abortions. They travel to other states. So that's all the residents of Mississippi who had abortions, counting Mississippi and the surrounding states. And our pro-life community, our church community, doesn't really a lot of times realize that the crisis is here but then they don't know what they can do about it. And so that's where we come in, and we really want people to partner um, with us so they can actually, there's something they can do about the, about the issue and about life. A lot of people think, well, I'm not going to stand outside the abortion clinic. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to protest. Um, but you don't have to do that to be pro-life, but there, there are other things you can do.
0: Leslie, any comment?
4: Um,
5: just echoing what Erin Kate said, it really is about loving the woman where she is and giving her the support system that she needs and um, being there for her as she's, like she said, Erin Kate said, they're afraid mm-hmm. and facing um, an unexpected pregnancy, often not having the resources nor the support system and how we can come alongside them and say, what do you need? How can we help you? Mm. And it's an incredible ministry to see the a life changed, to see... Um, Grace and forgiveness and mercy and how powerful that that can be in a person's life. You know, it's kindness mm. that leads us to repentance. And when you see these women um, hurting, hurting, mm-hmm. it, you're, you have compassion for them. And as Aaron Kate said, when they see that their life is valuable, they can then value the life of their own child.
0: Again, the Web Presence is Center for, uh, excuse me, CPC Metro Friends dot org. We're talking with Aaron Kate Good along with Leslie Davis, uh, they are representatives for the organization. You guys don't just deal with people who are contemplating having an abortion. You also counsel people who've had abortions. Mm. That's right, that's right. Talk, That's us right. about
4: that. So um, no matter what a woman chooses, we have we have resources for her. So we actually offer post-abortion or abortion recovery support. Um, we want women to know that that um, we want this a trauma to have an abortion. It's not it's it's not good for women. It's not healthy mentally or physically. And so we want to be able to um, help them walk through that experience And deal with that trauma. We want them to know that when Jesus died on the cross, it covered the sin of abortion. They are not shamed. They are not um, doomed to hell forever because of an abortion. They they can receive forgiveness as well. Mm -hmm. And we want them to know that. We want them to have freedom Mm -hmm. from that. Um, We're in a culture that shames women. You know Mm -hmm. that after they have an abortion, yet we say you know the culture on the one hand you you say it's fine to do it, and then at the same time, women are afraid to tell that they've had one, and so. Um, and we really want people to know that, that they can—we want to help them actually, you know, get past that, that trauma.
0: And you also offer those services similar to men.
4: That's right. In yes, the, uh, that's right. We have um, abortion recovery support for men. You know, men have lost their voice in this decision, um, they say her body, her choice, mm-hmm. and they don't get, they don't get enough. This is a
0: vaccine, but that's another show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, yes, so,
4: um, we have men who've said, I didn't get to stand up to protect my child um, mm-hmm. in that decision. And they, they were traumatized as well, or they have grief and guilt from, from past abortions. And so we have groups to support them as well
0: all right again our number 601-879-0002 we do want to encourage and i'm sure kate uh can weigh in on this to, to the churches out there allow someone from cpc to come sit down with you pastors and find out how your organization can be in a position to help people who are going through these hard choices of abortion uh, that'd be male and female at least you'll have a channel or understanding of what can be done am i correct
4: that's right. We love to talk with churches. Uh, churches are our biggest resource. Mm. I do believe that abortion is an issue that the church is the one that's equipped to solve. This isn't. We want the um, the government to restrict abortion to reflect the laws to reflect the heart of God that values every life and gives every life a chance. But at the end of the day, the church is the one with the help and the hope and the love and the mercy. And so we need churches to walk alongside us. We can't. Um, The CPC staff cannot support all of our patients, cannot be a support system, but we know the church is able to do it. So we love to partner with churches, and we need more churches to do support groups and to offer um, just resources. Like, we have churches that do resource rooms where a woman can come and just get her basic needs to get ready for her pregnancy and things like that.
1: All right.
5: Kim, when I was in um, D.C., um, when the Dobbs case was being argued, um, a lot of the national organizations that I work with were saying, Mississippi better get ready. We need to be prepared because the the nation is looking to us to see post-Dobbs, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. And our churches need to be prepared. Our centers need to be prepared because um, we need to be able to show the rest of the United States and the rest of the world, we we were a light in showing them how we care for them born. Now we're going to be a light for, to the rest of the world to show them how we care for women and how we, we are going to step up. But I would um gently challenge our Mississippians to, to give, to step up, because mm-hmm. we do need to be ready.
0: Right. Again, the, the web presence would be cpcmetrofriends.org. And uh, there, I guess you can learn how to get involved. Are you mm-hmm. going to tell us about that after we take this break? Okay. All right, we'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. And it is... It's Wednesday, Back to Christ Wednesday, and we have some fine Christian ladies here who are working in a ministry to to save lives. Uh, And the thing about it, kind of like Mercy House Adult Teen Challenge, uh, these people are walking in faith. They don't take government money, just like here at WYB, we don't take government contracts. Uh, Again, and we're the station that could. We're getting it done. They're getting it done through the power of prayer, faith, and the support of fellow Christians and people of goodwill. So we want Aaron... Uh, Kate, good to tell us about uh, uh, all the different ways people can help out. Uh, I know you guys got a fun walk. You got your fundraisers. Tell them what you do every year and all that kind of stuff.
4: All right. Well, that's right. We do not take government funds, so we are completely dependent on our community for support. Um, Most of our support comes from individuals, but we have a lot of churches as well that partner with us. And that counts for a lot of our uh, income is through church support and then um the ways that you can get involved, we also have businesses So the the business credit um is a, is gonna be a game changer for pregnancy centers oftentimes businesses we don't have a lot of offer a lot to offer as far as advertising for a business donor um sometimes people see abortion as controversial and so they they don't want to do give us you know it doesn't benefit them and they might get you know seen as being controversial if they donate to mm-hmm. us is not as attractive as donating to other um, non profits So we're really hoping that this tax credit actually will give some incentive for businesses. They know it's important. They know that women and children need support in Mississippi, but this will be another encouragement for them. Um, something that we can offer to a business if they support. We can say, well, you'll get your money back, your tax money. You can give it to the state or you can give it to us. And so we're very excited about being able to offer that to businesses. So we're hoping our business support will Become a larger portion of our support in the future, but um, we really count on monthly donors. That is like a lot of nonprofits. Um, we really just love our monthly partners who give us fifty or a hundred or. 500, whatever, you know, income Keeps level they are. Under the
0: operation, huh?
4: That's right. Well, we can plan. We, mm-hmm. There's a lot more that we can do for women, a lot more that we need to do, some programs that we need to be able to start. And mm-hmm. until we can see where that money is coming from, it's not wise for us to plan to do it. And so monthly support, that's an easy way that people can get involved. I was talking about, you know, people, if you don't want to go stand on the, the sidewalk of the abortion clinic, I get that. You can just give, you know, $30 or $50 a month, and you're doing something to help a woman and then also to help future generations. We do have a life walk coming up. Our life, we have two major fundraisers every year, a walk, and then we have a banquet. And this year, our life walk is the fourth annual event. And we have a $200,000 goal, which is really big for us mm-hmm. um, we're getting ready for the end of row we're getting ready for as you said Mississippi has to be prepared and we're getting prepared and so we've we've made a, a really high goal to help us reach some goals that we have with our ministry this year the way that churches um, the way that people get involved in the walk is to join a team and we have 71 teams right now and each team is made up of fundraising walkers and each walker, we challenge you to set a goal for yourself, whether it's $250 or $1,000, But you just join as a walker mm. and you start raising support from your friends and family. And the actual event is Saturday, May 7th at the Flowood Nature Park. And I'll tell you, that event um, has become the place where the pro-life community comes together. Mm. And you're actually able to look at that in that park. It's filled up. Last year, 500 walkers came And represented over 60 churches Mm. in the metro, and you want your church to be there. You want, and you're proud when your church is there to show this is the amount of support. Um, This is a representation of what's available to women in our community who are facing an unplanned pregnancy. With this much support, there's no reason that a woman should feel like she's alone. There's no reason that she should feel like she doesn't have what she needs to, to choose life.
0: All right. Leslie, here you come.
4: One of
5: the most encouraging things about the life walk is seeing these mothers and their children there who have chosen life mm-hmm. and how the support system has helped those women. Mm-hmm. And some of them have even started to give back to the ministry themselves because it's been so life-changing to them. As Erin Kate alluded to, we are really hopeful that mm-hmm. um, House Bill 1685, um, the Pregnancy Resource Act, is going to really encourage businesses to give to um, to the, crisis, the Center for Pregnancy Choices Um in a, a, like we said, game-changing kind of way to love and serve these women better. Um, Like Erin Kate said, you can give it to the government or you can give it to this ministry who's Mm going to love these women better.
0: Okay. Uh, Regarding the legislation, uh, as a business owner, every every business owner has some aspect of business that they're not really good at. And bookkeeping and accounting and all that stuff might be one of them. Specifically, can you tell the business owner what they need to do if they want to? make this happen on behalf of CPC?
5: Yeah, well, the, the details are still being worked out since it mm-hmm. just passed, mm-hmm. and we actually are probably going to have the bill signing this next week with Governor Tate Reeves, who has agreed to to sign it, and we're grateful for his leadership on that. The particulars of it will be worked out, but it's based on, like I mentioned, the very successful Children's Promise Act. And so the, the um, procedures will be very similar to how you would donate um, under that act. Currently, under that act, individuals can give $400 to um, pregnancy centers, and married couples can give up to 800 So if you've already been doing that as an individual, you're going to be able to do this now with your business.
0: Okay, and, uh, and that's a dollar-for-dollar dollar write-off?
5: A dollar-for-dollar dollar write-off tax credit and not just a deduction.
0: Hmm. Okay, that's... That's pretty good, and uh, that should put a floor up under you guys if we can get
4: has, get that participation. The Children's Promise Act was passed a couple of years ago, two thousand mm-hmm. and nineteen. Two thousand nineteen, and I looked last um, week, and that we received over twenty three thousand dollars that would matt, you know, from the tax credit last year at the CPC. It has been an important. Um, thing for us to have to be another thing that we can offer. You can give $400 to us and you get that $400 back on your taxes. Okay. It's like magic, really. <laughs> and so, um, and we just encourage people, we'll send it right back to us and you'll get it back again. Um, $400 to individual and 800 for couples.
0: All right. Uh, can they do that? Uh, I guess they'd have to do it by December 31st for last year's uh, write-off, right?
4: That's right. For okay. it's, it's active now. There mm-hmm. is a limit. There's a cap on it. So I encourage people to get it in, but don't wait till the end of the year to do that. Um, if they send us a donation, then we'll give them a receipt that they take to the, the DOR. They turn it into the Department of Revenue, and okay. um, we can walk them through it. There's a couple steps to the process that we can help with that. The CPC uh-huh. makes it very easy.
0: Okay uh again we're talking with uh uh, representatives from the center for pregnancy choices their web presence is going to be cpcmetrofriends.org we encourage you to support the organization they're doing a lot of good work is it just money that you need what are some of the other needs the organization has
4: um, we do have volunteer positions um, if you are have a heart for women and want to walk help them walk through that decision, we can train you to do that in our clinic or on our in our call center. Um, we have just event support for the life walk if you have a team of people who would like to come out and help with that there's some there's some one time things that you can do or your church group can do for the c p c and then as I mentioned, just partnering churches. We're always looking for churches that can do support groups for our moms or classes or have a resource room. If some of churches have grown or they've they've got an extra building and extra space and would love to have a ministry where they give diapers and maternity clothes if you'd like if you're interested in doing something like that and we can send women there to, to shop um, for items, that's a great way, just a ministry for your church to have to connect to these moms. So there's all kinds of ways that you can partner. That's not financial.
0: All right. Uh, again, folks, this is a great opportunity. The walk is going to be May 7th at the uh, Flowwood Nature Park. Registration is at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., and uh, 8 a.m. through 9 a.m., rather. Uh, and you're asking people to. Uh, Churches, you're actually individuals. What was that now?
4: I'll walk through that again. It's a little bit complicated, but we the walk is made up of teams, and the teams are groups of walkers. And so if you're interested in walking, you just sign up. If you don't see your church listed on the LifeWalk. You can go to cpcmetrofriends.org and you'll see the LifeWalk banner. Click on that. Look for your, your church first. Your church may already have a team and you can click on there and join that team and start fundraising. Or you can start your own team or you can just walk as an individual and raise support. It's a great day. It is not a competition. I want to make sure people know that. Don't be intimidated by walk or the thought of having to walk. It is a mile, about a mile through the Flaywood Nature Trail, but you actually don't even have to walk. You don't even have to show up that day to be a part. Um, That day is not a race. It's really just a celebration Um, But the walkers are are raising support and able to do something about the abortion crisis in our community.
0: It's a great opportunity. Les?
5: Um, I completely agree with everything that Erin Kate said. And I I just want to harken back to um, really asking businesses to take advantage of the the tax credit that this this bill is going to provide for them. Um, This should not be a controversial issue for them. Mm -hmm. Um, Pregnancy centers last year provided almost $2 million in free medical and other services to women in our state who needed it. And this is going to empower our centers across the state to provide even more.
0: Uh, Medical services, what is it you guys are offering there?
4: So we do pregnancy tests and sonograms. It's a limited OB sonogram, and the the reason that pregnancy centers do sonograms is that, at in Mississippi, you have to have a sonogram before an abortion, and you, the woman needs to know. It costs at the abortion clinic, and so we can offer it for free. The woman will find out um, how far along she is. That determines what abortion procedure that she might get if she's considering abortion. Um, she'll find out, make sure the baby is in the uterus. You want to make sure that you have an intrauterine pregnancy. That's That can cause the life-threatening if it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just to make sure the baby has a heartbeat. Um, these are things that she needs to know. That just empowers her even further to make that choice, and we're able to do that for free. So we have um, a medical director, and then we have um, volunteer radiologists who read our sonograms, and then we have nurses on staff who do the sonograms. Wow. And all of this is free to the mm. women. Free.
0: Folks, that's why your help and your participation goes a long way. Uh, as you were pointed out, what, what are the ways that they can contribute? Uh, monthly donors and what else?
4: Monthly donors are the main thing. that, mm-hmm. And then through the walk and then um, partnering churches, church partnerships, and then um, through the business credit. Mm-hmm. And all of that you can find on cpcmetrofriends.org. All
0: right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. The final few minutes of the second hour of the Kim Wade show. And we have the ladies from Center for Pregnancy Choices here. Guys, we got a few more minutes. You guys want to wrap it up, get to the part with Jesus save, as they say. That's right. Um,
5: <laughs> Kim, I just want to start by saying if the Supreme Court under Chief Justice Roberts has proved to be anything, it is unpredictable. Mm-hmm. But come June, when the decision is expected to come down, we are very hopeful. Mm-hmm. We're very excited and we're planning a big celebration. Um, after that decision and then that will take us into the fall where we plan to have a big banquet and I'll let you, Erin Kate, talk about the, the banquet.
4: That's right. So we are excited about of course the decision coming down this summer. But we know with the CPC we're gonna be celebrating and we're gonna be thankful but we're gonna be busy. We're nice. gonna have, it'll be time for us to roll up our sleeves and we'll be busier than ever. And so um, we will be having our first fundraising banquet in the last because of the last two years we haven't been able to do it and so we're expecting a big crowd. And that event um, will be in September. The date Mm -hmm. hasn't been set just yet, but um, that will be time to take advantage of these tax credits, of this business credit, of this individual credit, and really be a part of the support, the ongoing support for women who are facing unplanned pregnancies. So we're looking forward to having our community show up at that event.
0: Well, i tell you what, we tip the Fedora. Folks, uh, they provide over $2 million worth of services to ladies and men in need as as relates to making the choice about uh, their pregnancy, and uh, they're walking in faith. They don't take any government money because they want to be free to be able to explain uh, the options uh, and also uh, witness to them as Christ would have them to do. And we tip the fedora to all those who are involved. It's not just you guys. You guys mm-hmm. want to send a shout out to some of the people who have been supporters down through the years and
4: uh We've got a, a broad community of <laughs> yeah. support. We really do. We have about um, 70 churches in our area that partner with us. Mm-hmm. So we're just grateful for all of them and all of the individuals who are standing for life. Even the, the smallest monthly gift, mm-hmm. the monthly supporters, our life champions are making a difference. It mm-hmm. takes all of us. This is a, a together effort. It's not just mm-hmm. our staff, it's mm-hmm. our whole community. So we're, we're very grateful for this community's support.
0: Well, again, we, we tip the Fedora folks. If you want more information on how you can access these services,
4: cpcmetrofriends.org.
0: Well, and uh, uh, Miss Leslie, what do you all have planned for next year with the legislature? Do you have any thoughts?
5: Well, you're going to have to bring me back to talk about that, Kim. (laughs) But, yes, um, I -hmm. would love to come and tell you about some things that we're working on. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a couple more bills that we may propose that will um, deal in the pro-life arena. There's some other things that I'm working on um, that deal with um, really um, helping women, helping well, women's they, rights.
0: How can people contact you? Oh, you have a website, social media presence, or anything like that?
5: I do. Um, MississippiAdvocacy.org is my
4: organization, and they can reach me there.
0: Okay. And uh, you said you mentioned other locations for CPC around the state?
4: There are about 37 pregnancy really? centers mm-hmm. around the state, and that is one thing I will say this um, tax credit coming up. There are some small small town pregnancy centers that um you know in small towns where there's this this community is huge and there's a lot of wealth in the Jackson area but the smaller towns definitely those those pregnancy centers could use a lot of support so we're excited to see what they um how they'll benefit from this as well.
0: Well, check out cpcmetrofriends.org. See you on the radio. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Kim Wade show podcast. Tune in daily from 4 to 6 p.m. live on 103.9 WYAB in Jackson, Mississippi for the live and current Kim Wade Show. You can call in at 601-879-0002. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Kim Wade Show.